I uh, found it. Um, so, hi, Romain. Thank you for coming to Decarbonomics podcast and welcome. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, Michael. Thank, thanks so much for having me. Um, I'm Roman. I'm a student at UCL. I'm in my final year of politics and international relations. And um, I'm the lead campaigner as well for the ECOP campaign, the Stop ECOP campaign. So it's the East African crude oil pipeline. It's a pipeline that uh, is going to be built in Uganda, going from Uganda to Tanzania. And I'm leading the insurance campaign against this project in London. Wow, super interesting. I'm uh, Michael, I'm an economist, I'm an environmental economist, and I'm very much interested in this um, uh, space, ways in which we can decarbonize, ways in which we can um, mitigate against any issues as well. Um, but yeah, super interested to have you. Um, so you've told us a little bit about what you do, but give us, give us a, f a few more minutes on what you actually do and how you got interested in climate change. Okay. Um, well, I'm, my passion is, is very simple to, to explain, but what's the most important part and interesting part is the topic of campaign. Um, so as I, as I told you, it's a pipeline going from Uganda to Tanzania, and it's a terrible, terrible project. So first, for the carbon emissions, it's going to emit 34 million tons of carbon emissions each year. So it's just huge, but also on the human side, it's it's very, very, very bad. Uh, there has been many human rights violations. Uh, even the European Parliament has done a resolution asking for to tell the French oil company to stop it because of the human rights violations. Um, more than 100,000 people will be displaced. So it's a project project that has to be stopped. And uh, as all the insurance in, uh, in Europe have already refused to insure this project, um, their total went to London, to Lloyds of London, to the insurance market, Lloyds of London, to seek insurance. So our goal is to convince all the companies inside Lloyds of London not to insure this project. So that's a bit what I do. And um, how I got interested in, in the climate field, um, I'd say that as a young people, we don't really have a choice to be worried about this, this crisis. We know um, that in 10 years' time, our future will be super, super different. And so, yeah, no, not really a choice to be worried about it. But um, what made me super involved in the, in the topic is more the, the injustices. Um, so historically, the global north has been uh, responsible for 92% of the emissions and all the consequences for now and the biggest consequences it's on the global south of climate change consequences of climate change and for me it's it's just terrible to to think about that that we have all all the good advantages of using that much energy and resources but we don't have for now the consequences consequences of climate change and it's super important to look at the emissions in terms of the historical emissions of CO2, not on the emissions each year, because the carbon is a very stable gas. So the emissions that we have emitted 30 years ago, they're still in the atmosphere and they'll still be in the atmosphere for the next 100,000 years. So yeah, so I've been very, very sad about these injustices. So that's the first part. And recently I've been even more involved because I've understood how unjust uh, it is, but on, on another level. 
Um, because thanks to my class at UCL, I've uh, heard of the theory of unequal exchange, and it explains how we've been able to develop so much on the global north, thanks to all the resources we've taken on the global south. And it's just it's just mind blowing because um, because it, it's not possible that we we're the one emitting taking all the advantages, we don't have the consequences yet. And we've been able to develop all these rich societies only thanks to the global south. So it's it's just mind blowing for me. And, and that's why I'm, I'm very, very involved in this field. Wow, that's super passionate, super interesting. Thank you for that. Um, so all these issues taking into consideration, what are the major technologies that you believe we should keep in mind for climate technology moving forward? Um, so first, I'm really not an expert in technologies. I just know that we should keep in mind the technologies um, to take back the carbon from the atmosphere. But what I would say that I think it's super interest, important talking about technologies, climate technologies, is that technology won't save us. It's it's important to, to have technology and to, to, to do progress, but it's not what's going to save us. Um, because currently the problem with climate change and with the environmental crisis is that we overshoot the earth boundaries. So it means that we take more to the earth that it can regenerate. So when just the, the basic thing is to understand that what we have to do is reduce all the material and energy we took and the um, energy we take from the earth. So that's what we have to keep in mind when we talk about climate technologies. So for example, if we take uh, the cumulative amount of all metals that have to be produced over the next 35 years would exceed all the cumulative amounts produced from the antiquity. So it just means that if we stay on this growth rate, it's just not possible the material we have we would have to use. And second thing for the energy, why we have to reduce our energy consumption is that if we stay at the rate of growth, so it means that we double our energy consumption every 37 years, it would mean that in 1,500 years, we would need to capture a quantity of energy equivalent to that of the sun, of one sun. And this is the, the engineer, Philip Spukes, who explains that. So it's just not possible that we keep using that much, that much energy and material. So that's what we have to keep in mind when we talk about technology. So what I would say is that actually we have to change our vision on progress. So we don't, before we were like, what is feasible? So what, what is feasible in technology? We have to do it because it's exciting and we, we have to find new ways of doing things. But right now, because we have to reduce energy and material consumption, we don't have to think anymore in terms of what is feasible, but what is desirable. So what is desirable and what is important for the society to have, knowing that we have to consume and produce less. So, yeah, final point about these technology points is that we really have to have debates about what we want to develop and what is more important, what are the useful sectors, where do we want to put our energy and, and uh, material consumption. Wow, yes, makes uh, a lot of, uh, lot of sense. So do you have any suggestions for how members potentially listening to this, members of the audience can gain a better understanding of, of climate and, and climate technologies? How, how can they um, sort of 
I guess, upscale their uh, knowledge base? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say the first thing would be to understand that it's really not only a climate crisis. Mm. Um, first, so that's the first thing, that it's really a systemic crisis and that it's really not about a future crisis. It's not about a future and what's going to happen to us in the future. Why? Well, first, um, because people are already suffering so much from this crisis all over the globe. So it's not, it's already a crisis for them. And secondly, we've already killed 70% of all the world's wild animals. So this collapse has already happened. It's not about the future. This, they have died and it's not going to, like we cannot do anything about it. So it's not a future crisis, it's really a crisis we're experiencing right now. And um, and why it's also a crisis for us as human. Um, it's, and again, why it's not only a climate crisis, it's because it's already affecting our health so much. And, and a small example that is very interesting to have is, for example, that the, the sperm counts in the West has already dropped by 60% since the 1970. And there have been some research that I've shown that actually maybe by 2050, the sperm counts will be at zero. So we won't even be able to reproduce maybe. So that is not maybe actually, it's a real research. Yeah. And if we continue to this rate, this will happen. And this is because of all the pesticides, because of the plastic everywhere. So again, it's not a crisis in the future and we should handle it right now because we don't realize the consequences that already are happening to us and to the world. Um, so this, this would be a first important point to keep in mind when we talk about climate change and and climate technologies and everything that's so important to keep in mind and uh, having that having said that um it follows that climate change and and the environmental crisis is really not only about emissions it's about biodiversity collapse it's about so many other things and um yes having understood that um one advice would be just to get informed and, and I would advise the, the podcast of uh, Rachel Donald, which is called Planet Critical. And I think the first step would be just to learn more about it because the environmental crisis is very interesting because everyone knows about it, but so many few people have understood what actually is going on because we talk about it so, 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 so much and, and green everywhere. So we know it's happening, but so many few people have actually understood what's going on because obviously it takes a lot of time to understand what's going on so so it makes sense yeah wow yes um so planet critical is the name of the podcast right yes sounds interesting exactly. I'll, I'll definitely have a have a listen at some point great so you know since um what, so what has been your, I guess, wisest choice to date? Um, well, and that's how we met, actually, because I, so I was doing a startup last year mm-hmm. um, that was tackling uh, Young's uh, mental health, students' mental health. And I, I say one of the wisest and difficult choice I had to make is to start this startup. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've understood getting more and more informed and that's important to get informed that um, this 
it is really not like any other subject that you would get involved in and do activism for. It's really what's happening is really we're we're just um, touching on our life support systems. So what we're doing right now means that there's no way back. Like for example, all the um, the water from the the rain, it's not drinkable anymore, and it's just we overshoot boundaries, and then there's no way back. So my so my choice was to stop this startup to be focused at 100% um, on fighting for for our present and our future. But also it was a difficult choice because I had put so much of my energy and time on this. Um, but I say also that my other wisest and, and great choice that I've made is actually to start this startup. Um, because I'd say that in the entrepreneurship field, what's really interesting and that really helped me grow is the, um, the vision they have and the, um, the way they, they see at things. Um, because um, how to yeah. say that? It's in entrepreneurship, you have to think outside the box, you, you make your own ideas, you question everything. And, and I think it, it's really the state of, um, of mind you have to have for the environment as well. Yeah. Because what we really have to do is to have a paradigm change. And I think the way people are in entrepreneurship is the great way because they question everything and they just don't follow all societies tell them to do. And, um, and yeah, I think the way, the only way to solve this crisis is really to have a vision change, a paradigm mm. change. And for example, that's interesting because Many people can picture the end of the world, but so like more than picturing the end of capitalism because it's everywhere. It's, it's you say, how can you change that? Well, actually, that's really how we have to view this crisis and how we're gonna overcome it. Is really changing the way you, we view things. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, that is fair. Um... So in changing the way we view things, what are the kind of most important topics or developments in climate change technologies and mitigations that you want uh, anyone listening to be aware of? Um, I'd say that one thing that people never think about um, is the power of the soil, actually, and I'm very, very interested in that. Mm. Um, it's super important, first, for climate mitigation to take care of our soil, because right now we're really destroying our soil. They're, they don't have life anymore, and that's linked with the biodiversity collapse and the way the, the agriculture industry is working. Our soil are dead. They don't have life anymore, and, um, and we have and one big priority is to regenerate our soil. So this is for the biodiversity collapse and mitigation and adaptation when face when we'll be faced with a more a harder um, climate consequences. But also, um, people don't understand the power of the soil to mitigate climate change because there's this um, research and actually research that shows that if we put 0.04% of organic matter in the soil back, it will be able to capture all the carbon emissions we emit um, in one year. So it has a, a huge possibility to help tackle ch climate change. And we don't talk about it. Um, we don't talk about it. Yeah. And 
and yeah, the soils are very important. And this year I'm doing my dissertation on how we could develop um, a public policies in urban areas in terms of how we can put more organic in the soil to regenerate it and mitigate climate change. Uh, climate change. And yeah, that's it's again the vision change because how can we put organic matter in urban places? It's, it's thanks to our toilet, uh, toilet wastewater and thanks to our compost. So it's really we have to change how we how we live yeah. and uh, yeah. and find solutions to put organic matter in urban areas again. Cool. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Well, tell you what, thank you so much for yes. coming, Romain, and yeah. Till the next time. Thank you so much, Michael. Bye. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Bye.